Our scripture today is from John 13, verses 4 and 5. Jesus rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around his waist. We return to the scene in the upper room today. That evening they were celebrating the Passover. Also, Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper as the great fulfillment of the Passover. But there was yet another event to occur in this room, already laden with pathos and gravitas. Jesus suddenly rises from the meal and begins to wash the feet of each of his disciples. In that culture, it was common for people to wash their feet when entering a house. They wore sandals or walked in their bare feet. Their feet became grimy and soiled with dust and dirt of the roads and streets. Part of their everyday hygiene was washing the washing of their hands and feet upon returning home. If there were servants in the house, the lowest servant in the household was designated washer of feet. In the upper room that evening, a basin, a pitcher, and towel were available for the washing of their feet when they entered. The disciples had to have seen the basin but there was no servant there. None of them were about to take to take on the menial task. It was beneath them. In fact, probably this basin became like the elephant in the room. Then, during the meal, they debated about who was the most important in the kingdom. Luke records their conversation this way. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. Now, this was in the upper room. They're debating this. And Jesus said to them, the kings, the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. I believe it was right at that point that Jesus rose from the meal and washed their feet. Jesus had said that one of them would betray him. They had gone into a defensive mode and were arguing about who loved him the most. Which one of them was his most loyal follower? Here's the contrast. They were arguing about who was the best disciple among them. And Jesus took the basin 
and began to wash their feet. They were embarrassed. They were ashamed. He, their Lord, the Son of God and Son of Man, was washing their feet, was serving in this most humiliating way. It was in this context, this exact place and time, that Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I've loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, by this, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Samuel Logan Bringle, a brilliant law student who was very gifted in his ability to communicate. Instead of pursuing a career in law, he believed the Lord was calling him to be a minister. He enrolled in Boston Theological Seminary. It was around this time that the Salvation Army was established, was being established in Boston. Bringle was attracted to this group, and in due course, he resigned from the Methodist Church and offered his services to the Salvation Army. This meant that he had to go through a period of training to learn the nuts and bolts of ministry inside the Salvation Army. It was very different. He had to move to England, to London, and was directly under the tutelage of William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army. He was first assigned his first assigned duty was not to preach to a large crowd but was to clean and polish the boots of his fellow officers in training imagine that he found himself in a little room this distinguished minister he found himself in a little room with 18 pairs of muddy shoes and a can of shoe polish but also there was a temptation to quit. To him, this was an obvious waste of his time and talent. He had proved himself to be a gifted preacher, a, a minister with a very promising future. He began to ask himself, is this the best they can do for me in the Salvation Army? Did I make a mistake? But then, he remembered a picture. The picture of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. In his journal, he wrote, I could see my Lord, who had come from the bosom of the everlasting Father in the glories of heaven. He had come from the adoration of the angels. I could see my Lord bending over the feet of uncouth, unlearned fishermen, washing their dirty feet, humbling himself, taking the form of a servant. I immediately fell on my knees and prayed, Lord, you wash their feet. I will polish their boots. Ringo spent the rest of his life loving in a way he had never loved.
the Lord used him in a powerful way in building the Salvation Army in the United States. Ruth Armstrong wrote a piece of prose that I, that I keep it where I will see it frequently. It goes like this. You know, Lord, how I serve you with the greatest emotional fervor in the limelight. You know how eagerly I speak for you at a women's club. You know how I ever best when I promote a Bible study group. You know my enthusiasm in studying scripture. But how would I react, I wonder, if you pointed to a basin of water and asked me to wash the callous feet of a bent and wrinkled old woman day after day, month after month, in a room where nobody saw and nobody knew. What was it? What was it Jesus said? By this, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, I must ask myself this Monday, Thursday, how am I washing? How am I washing the feet of my brothers and sisters in Christ?